do you seem so scared? All I wanted to do was play with you. Welcome to Terror Tracks. We publish new episodes every Monday at 2 a.m. EST. Go to terrortracks.com slash shop if you would like to support the show. And follow us on social media at terrortracks.com slash follow. Enjoy the show. Chapter 27 Play With Me I was happy to finally get some rest away from all the creeps at the dungeon. My hand still hurt from stalking that guy, but it felt good. It was worth it. Star walked up to the track's ticket office. I waited behind her to buy my own, but I heard her say, Two tickets for the presidential suite. That'll be $3,500, please, the attendant said. My cigarette almost fell out of my mouth. I didn't even pay that per month for my apartment. She must have been rich. I made only $2,500 a month before taxes. We boarded the train and walked through its corridors toward our suite, passing by people going the coach. Drova to Gordana was at least 18 hours with multiple stops. I wasn't going to complain. Boss paid my salary in or out of state. At least it was nice to finally have a decent bed to sleep on. I've never slept in a suite before. Star smiled back at me and scanned our tickets. The automatic sliding doors flew open and we walked inside. An Arabian rug with a diamond pattern with a detailed tiger sewn into it laid in the middle, along with a queen-sized bed against the wall with new red silk sheets. This place must have been reserved for rock icons or a king. Star tossed a CD into the stereo, and the music came out crystal clear. Soft, smooth classical music filled the entire room. I was shocked. It sounded like romantic period music with Baroque splashed in. I listened to all the greats like Bach, Beethoven, Albinoni, Mozart, and Vivaldi. I sat down in the recliner. Its soft leather cushions made all the pain in my back melt away. You like classical music? I didn't take you for the type, I said. Yeah, back at the temple they taught us all to sing and play piano. Marie's favorite was when I played piano to accompany the choir. Star sat in my lap sideways and laid her head on my shoulder. Can I tell you something? I said. You know you can tell me anything, she said. When I fell asleep on the train, I had a really trippy dream. I was in Demora. I met Marie, and you were playing piano as the choir sang. Was I cute? Yeah, I don't know what happened since then. Star's mouth dropped, and she slapped my arm playfully. I play a little bit of guitar here and there, I said. Star snickered with her hand over her mouth. Play for me, she said, getting up and sitting on the bed. I played a few songs for her, simple ones that I knew I wouldn't screw up. She smiled the entire time. I know you can do more than that. Play something you actually enjoy. I started playing one of my favorite ballads for her. It was a bit more complicated, and as I played, she danced around seductively. I have to admit, it turned me on. I finished the song, and she sat on the arm of the recliner next to me. I wrote a song on piano a long time ago, Star said. She reached into her back pocket and handed me a small piece of notebook paper folded up. It said, Quiet Lover by Star. Verses, A minor, F major, C. Bridge, B minor, A major, C major, G major. I wrote it on piano. 
Playing it on guitar may be difficult. I was never able to write words for it. I'm a horrible lyricist, but I've always had the vocal melody in my head. I figured out the chords and arranged them into what sounded right. Once I finished the arrangement, she sang the same melody she did in the shower. Her voice had so much passion and power. Her soprano voice filled the room with a fantastic harmony to my guitar. It was completely in tune. I stood up with the guitar and kept playing as I stood shoulder to shoulder with her. She smiled and put her arm around my shoulder, dancing slowly to the music we were making. I played as if we were performing in front of 10,000 people. I played a solo over it playing the notes she sang. After she stopped, I kept playing a little solo, improvising over her chords. Then I ended it with a long arpeggio run with a five-string arpeggio to conclude it. I still got it, I said, kicking my leg out as if I was kicking a guitar pick into a crowd. Star fell to her knees and said, Oh my God, where did you learn to play like that? I sat next to her. The rug beneath us was softer than my futon back home. I was thinking about taking it with us. It would have looked great in my apartment. I taught myself. My father was a guitar player. Everyone in my family played something. There was always someone playing music in the house, I said as I improvised some more chords and arpeggios. Star grinned ear to ear and hugged me. The guitar thunked when her body pressed against mine. I love classical guitars. They're so warm and pretty. I always wanted to learn. Why didn't you become famous? She asked. I prefer electric guitars. I had eight, but I pawned them all for rent. I play for my love of music. It's what keeps me going. When I was in high school, I played on the bus, during gym class, and my lunch breaks, I said as I played more improvised melodies. I played in a few bands here and there, but none ever went anywhere. I wrote all the music, lyrics, all of that. Clashing personalities killed most of the bands. Play one of yours, she said. Nah, they're no good. Please play for me. Please? I played a song I wrote long ago. A ballad. I had shelved it forever, never played it with a band. This song was for me, and I never played it for anyone. It was a very placid song, straightforward, but any time I played it, pure emotion oozed from every note. I saw tears running down her face. She drank in every note, and I could see she felt it deep down in her soul. I wrote it the day my wife left me. When I got to the guitar solo part, she opened her eyes, watching me play it in awe. I ended the song gently with a few harmonics. The sound of the guitar faded out slowly. That's one of them, I said. Play it again. I want to write lyrics for it. I played it again, and she sang a melody. It fit perfectly. I was astonished at the fact she could come up with such a beautiful harmony to my chords. She sang with even more passion than before. It was the most incredible thing I've ever heard. She almost made me cry. To be honest, hearing her sing along to a song that meant so much to me. When I stopped, we got up from the floor and she hugged me. I have some inspiration for the lyrics. Can we record it later? She asked. Sure, whenever you're ready, I said. To be honest, I wasn't sure if I was comfortable with someone writing lyrics for a song I wrote about my ex-wife leaving. It couldn't hurt, though, and her voice fit perfectly with what I was trying to create. She sat at the desk with a pen and paper writing lyrics. I continued to mess around and play while she wrote. Halfway through a page, she discarded it in the trash. I watched her. She seemed frustrated. Hey, write what's in your heart. Pour your heart out on the page. 
It's how I wrote this song, I said. Okay, she said. I continued to improvise on guitar for a while until she wrote one she was happy with. In my dreams, Star and Rick. No matter how hard I try, or how much I cry, why can't you see? You belong to me. In my dreams, there's only you, and there's nothing I can do to stop the fear of losing you. That's really good. Let's try it out, I said. Star smiled. I wrote what was in my heart, like you said. We sat there for a good three hours recording the song over and over until we got it perfect. The entire time I was focused on playing the melody right. Star didn't seem to mind. She laughed every time I'd stop playing and curse at myself. After each screw-up, I would play some kind of improvised solo to work out the frustration. We finally got it good enough for a demo tape. Star looked so happy. I could tell that she was the happiest she had been in a long time. Thank you. I don't know what to say, she said. Anytime. Maybe we can do something with your song, I said. Yeah, I'd like that. Star changed the radio station to one that played all glam metal ballads. She was a rocker at heart, after all. We had around ten hours left on the way to Gordana. Star sat on the bed and lied back. I kept playing my guitar softly along with the music on the stereo. She signaled for me to come sit next to her. I sat next to her with the guitar. Put that down. I want to talk, she said. About what? I asked. Anything. I just want to talk. What are you thinking about? How we can stop the decay and go back home in one piece. After Maelstrom, I'm worried about what's next. I'm not worried about that, she said, sitting up. I want to know what you'll do when you get back. I guess I'll go home, debrief Chief Lewis, and move on to the next case. What about me, though, she said. Star looked concerned and sad. You won't have to worry about any of this happening again, you know? Everything can go back to normal. Okay. All I cared about is getting this stuff straight. I was along for the ride to help her. I had to stay focused on the mission. If I dropped my guard for an instant, one or both of us could be killed. There you go again. You're distant. What's wrong? She asked. Nothing. I'm fine, I said, patting her leg. No, not nothing. Tell me. Please. Let me in. I'm just thinking about our mission. I lied on the bed facing the wall. Star laid next to me with one arm around my waist. I woke up an hour or so later to see Star turned away. She was sniffing quietly, trying to hide it. I rolled over and put my arm around her. What's wrong? She said nothing and put her hand on mine. I felt really bad for her. I knew she had a lot on her mind from everything. Marie died only a week ago. It must have been tough on her. Hey, look at me, I said. She turned over and looked at me, crying. Her eyeliner was running down her cheeks. What's wrong? I asked. I... I can't, she said. You can't what? I can't do this anymore. Can't do what anymore? I just can't. That song, it has me a little emotional is all. Why? When you said for me to pour my heart out, I really did. Before, I was writing what I thought would fit. Then I poured my heart out onto the page, and you never saw it. Saw what? Star turned away and sobbed. She couldn't catch her breath. I felt awful. I knew something was on her mind. Something deep and personal. 
something that had been building up for a while now that finally had to come out. I put my arms around her, laying my head on hers. Look, it's all right. You can tell me, I said in her ear softly. She sniffled and refused to look at me. I thought you were asleep. You were so happy earlier. I thought everything was fine, I said. It was. Then I kept thinking. I couldn't sleep, she said. Thinking about what? Our time together. My life. Our song. I'm just scared you don't understand, she said with a shaky voice. It was a love song about a lost love. I've written many like that. Most popular songs are about breakups or people you've lost. It wasn't about a lost love. Okay, I said, turning her over to look at me. What was it about then? Her eyes were red and full of tears. Little black streaks rolled down each cheek, some going to other parts of her face. It was about you, she said. I was shocked. I thought she was being flirty and playful. My ex-wife was like that before we got married. My ex grew much colder toward me after the honeymoon. I guess I got used to it being that way. Marie was always distant, like I had been to Star. I felt horrible. I had put her through the same shit Marie did to me. I knew how she felt now. I had to let go of Marie. She haunted my perception of women. She was my first true love. Before her, I had only met women who used me. Unfortunately, she ended up being one of them too. I had projected that negativity onto Star unfairly. I had been so distant because I didn't want to go through it all over again. How could I have ever told her that? It would break her heart. She was the complete opposite of my ex-wife. She was a loving, kind woman deep down. Every time she looked at me since Maelstrom was a look of pure love and affection. I saw it in her eyes. She was confused and had been used by others too. She sent all those signals desperately trying to make me see it. She knew we were the same. Deep down, I knew I had feelings for Star. I didn't want to admit it. I wanted it all to be some kind of fluke or a crush, something that was fleeting that would go away on its own. I had to quit running away from women who truly cared. I knew she did. I couldn't deny it at this point. She had been so supportive of me thus far. Anytime I was upset, she comforted me. If I was in trouble, she led me to safety. She felt the same way I did. She did it because she knew she had to. Back in Maelstrom, when you told me to hide, I was so worried. I shook the entire time. You saved my life and risked yours for me. Why? she asked. I never really thought about it in the moment, I said. She threw her arms around my neck, looking deep into my eyes. I love you. I want you to be mine, she said. I put my hand on her cheek and kissed her lips for the first time. Her eyes lit up, and she pulled me close and kept kissing me. She ran her fingers through my hair. She stopped and smiled at me. She looked deep into my eyes as she climbed on top, kissing and biting my neck. We made love for hours. She was wild in bed. So passionate. So loving. When we finally finished, she looked down into my eyes. Why can't you see? You belong to me she said. When this is all over, I will belong to you forever, I said. Star kissed me again and laid her head on my chest. Can I tell you something? Star asked. Yeah, anything, I said, running my fingers through her hair. You're my first. I refused everyone else. 
That's why people thought I was a religious prude. Do you regret it? No. I'm happy I waited for it to be with someone I love. She looked up at me, smiling, put her hand on my face, and kissed me goodnight. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to follow us, go to terrortracks.com slash follow. Also, please check out our Patreon where you can get cool merch, writing lessons, and other awesome rewards starting at $5 a month at patreon.com slash terrortracks. See you next week. Goodbye for now.